we we um uh, thank you for this morning time of worship where we were reminded uh, of who you are what you did on the cross for us we thank you for uh, the message that came so powerfully to us as well um we thank you for this uh, last couple of weeks that uh, you've allowed all of us to dive deep into uh, what ticks our heart what causes it to move um what is our heart really saying um and and lord it's just been an eye opener for all of us lord and and uh, it's just uh, for us to see how um how um, devious sometimes a heart can be how uh, uh, you know deceptive our heart can be how we convince ourselves many times of um of of things that um you know that seem good or whatever but in in reality lord we have placed uh, ourselves on that throne uh, and just not letting you in um and so lord we see and we understand lord that we have a less than a uh, victorious christian life we have a less than fulfilled life we get upset and angry uh, and uh, disappointed with uh, the things that go around in our lives only because we have put ourselves on the throne and not given you lordship in our lives um father as we uh, were reminded about the idol of comfort and the idol of power and how it plays in our lives and as we dive into the idol of control uh this morning lord that you would prepare our hearts to uh, be receptive to be teachable um so that your spirit would remind us um um you know as we go through the week and uh, months that uh, where we lack and what who we are putting on that throne uh we pray for all of us listening and speaking that it will be from uh, your spirit lord all this we ask in jesus name amen great um we've been um it's been a, a power packed uh, three weeks uh, and then we have another i think maybe three more to go um but it's just been um you know really um eye opening and really um revealing um for all of us uh, me especially and i've just and i was just very interested because um when when we when we were started when we were preparing for this uh, i was like okay yes we've done this before and you know i know what my idols are and and things like that but i realized that um you know as i uh as life changed uh, you know as uh, you know uh, after the kids came or whatever you know your idols start piling on and you get new new variants and new uh, versions of you know how it manifests and so uh, i find like i i've been ticking all the boxes in all three idols you know so far uh, in different in different uh, degrees and this is something uh, today's is uh, you know titled uh, appropriately are your control freak and it it um i i think in all of our lives uh, we all tend to or try to uh, plan and control our outcomes um some level of planning is good yes but um i think a lot of us um and it could be in different forms right some of us try to control the outcomes of our obsessively try to control the outcomes of uh you know our career and uh our studies career and you know that growth pattern um and then some of us try to control 
um, you know, various other things. So it is not only like, you know, uh, in the in the sense that, um, 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 you know, where you have um, um, a, a college or a career and something that, you know, the world only sees, but like even, even in our very homes, right? Um, um, I think Liju can testify to this, but even in our very homes, we try to control uh, or be in control of, you know, the plans around uh, as well. Right. And, and if our kids and then what they touch and don't touch. And uh, when we go out, we want to make sure uh, that, you know, um, uh, people are uh, not viewing our kids differently and, and everything. So we'll be in control, making sure that everything is safe. Everything is, you know, in, in different forms. Um, so um, uh, what does this look like? Right. Um, uh, so uh, we all, in some sense of the way, uh, you know, tend to control different things in our in our lives. Um, um, so what? Why are we here? What What do you think is the idol of control? Right? Uh, do, do anyone have any anything to uh, pitch into? Um, what do you think? What do you think control means? Playing God. Playing God, okay, okay, okay. What else? Guys, you can, uh, you know, open up your videos so that, you know, it can be a little more um, interactive. Um, getting our way. Getting our way, uh, that could be, okay, okay. What else? What else do you think, uh, what do you mean by uh controlling or control uh what did, what could come what comes to your mind sometimes we could manipulate things or you know uh just just manipulating things okay manipulating uh, manipulating things to get a particular outcome right uh so that you're yeah. in control of uh, the situation in front of you right um, so I'm just going to quickly share um, one. Yeah, so uh, uh, just a quick definition before we get into the group discussion, just for us to have this in the back of our mind. Life only has meaning and I only have worth if I'm able to get mastery or slash control uh, over my life in the area of, say, you know, my family or money or my career or spouse or, um, you know, job whatever it is right and my kids and my uh, or it could be just even your situations around you and um, uh, you know when you're driving um, you know you always want to plan ahead when you're going for a trip whatever it is right um, and the idol of control is when I'm unwilling to let go of my agenda okay and let God do his work um, and, and many times um, you know uh, we even look at say ministry or we look at uh, things that we do um, and still we want to like fit it in that bubble. We want to be in control. We many times would, you know, um, say that I want to marry such and such a person, do such a certain thing and then uh, ask God, okay, Lord, you know, I'm praying for this. So uh, let's go back to that uh, definition again. Life only has meaning and I only have worth if I'm able to get mastery slash control over my life in the area of, you know, different, different things. Okay. Um, quickly, um, they are 
just keywords that you can look at is uh, ob- there is an obsessiveness about self discipline i'm using the word obsessiveness okay there's an obsessiveness about self discipline um certainty around standards you know everything has to be in its place and this and that these are not wrong okay but i'm just saying there's an obsessiveness uh, of that so that nothing deviates from from your plan right um, um and and another set of keywords is uncertainty leading to worry anxiety uh, these are just keywords that when we get into uh, our uh, group discussion um we it will come up in different forms right so we're just going to quickly go into the group discussion now and um uh, post that um uh, you know benji benji will uh, summarize uh, and and give the antidote as well just coming back um uh, hope uh, hope the uh, you know the the discussions were good uh, you know we just had such a blessed time in our uh, in our group just uh, just discussing you know just being honest um about uh, about what you know what each one of us are going through and um, i'll just um, okay yeah so just coming back into you know just reflecting to what sarj said and uh, we also we also in our group shared about how control kind of affects um, not only uh, our relationship with god but also affects our relationship with people right we want to control we want to control the outcomes of everything right isn't that true let it be at work and one of our dear brothers in the in the, in the call ipu sharing about an example of how in fact control has also could affect one of the people that he was closely working with okay so we we as sas said you know control itself is not bad it's not it's not like sin okay um because the lord wants us to be excellent in everything that we do but to control every outcome out of everything that we do is an issue and uh, you know life only has meaning and i only have worth if i'm able to get the mastery in the area of what of i hope the group was listening control control absolutely thanks sage 10 points sage yeah so if i have the mastery of the outcomes of everything that i do then it is the will of the lord then i am then i am at peace completely at peace so look at some of the buzzwords okay self discipline and uh, saju was saying that self discipline is not bad it is good those are good rhythms but we do all of that to achieve and to control the outcome beyond our god certainty i cannot handle anything uncertain okay i have to be certain about now i'm going to go there in 10 minutes i will reach i will wait there for 2 minutes by the time the the document will come down and in 1 minute i will extend i will i will leave there and we we know we love that right and sometimes we blame it on the bangalore traffic also you know i need i need to be certain as to what my outcomes are going to be third is standards you know what um, i better not uh, Sage, I you know I, I'm just give. I better not uh, give this to Sage because you know what? Only uh, only uh, I can deliver this as per this particular standard, right? We love that control. We love that control. So what is what is one of our nightmares? The greatest nightmare is uncertainty. Uncertainty. Sometimes we sometimes we want to be more certain than God Himself, <laughs> and and we cannot handle. we cannot handle uncertainty second is the you know what do people feel around you 
sometimes people we discuss in a group sometimes people feel not feel not only condemned but they feel do i have the ability to do these things do i have the spiritual gifts to do all of these things or maybe i cannot match up to uh, you know i cannot like uh, you know when i when for singing i cannot match up to uh, the way tobin sings i cannot match up to the way that uh, you know that uh, saj does a few things and we kind of we kind of make feel, people sometimes feel small and we think that you know look at me you know i can control these things much better now what is a problem emotion worry and uh, you know there are th- how many of us are there are 37 of us uh, i'm pretty sure that all of us if there was a podium of worry second and third i don't think there would have been space for us at the first podium okay <laughs> because we actually worry and if you look at scriptures is the number of times jesus had to tell you know do not worry do not worry look at the lilies in the field you know look at um, look at you know the birds of the air you know do not worry if i could do that and you know look at solomon he was much more beautifully paraded than any one of them okay and we know the symptoms right of of how do we know whether we have got the idol of control you want to say if like you know there is there is a thing that in down south because of the monsoon uh, it might not rain today but in case if it rains you know you take a uh, you take an umbrella with you right and down south poppy <laughs> poppy kuda manages the show because everybody is uncertain when it's going to rain and everybody wants me so if you go to every house there should be some 10 10 umbrellas everywhere okay two in the car one in the cycle you know different we want to be in control of of um, of the outcomes okay the other thing is uh, uh, helicopter parenting i'm pretty sure many of us would have gone through this okay you know um, my kid my kids asked dad can we go can we do can we go down and play or oh, you know what other day one kid just fell down that steps <laughs> and we and we paint the entire horror story over there that the kids will be wondering oh you you know what better not to go in case if i fall down then dad is you know we're going to get it from that and it happened it has happened to many of us right micromanaging uh, i confess i have a i have a serious issue with that um and uh, you know i still need the lord's help in that and the other thing we also spoke in a group is um there's no rest our minds are running our minds are running high rpm faster than i don't know what whichever car you can think of our minds are running there's no lack of sleep you know if i don't respond to this whatsapp message at 130 am you know what um, tomorrow i don't know what's going to happen so the so if you look at our phones our phones are beeping even through the night i need to be in control i need to send this message right now i need to give counsel to this person at 246 um, am okay <laughs> we want to be in control of the outcome okay so we kind of know that what are we seeking we have we want to seek control completely okay and uh, it's not a bad thing you know but it's a terrible god it has mastery over us it has mastery over our minds our heart our bodies it has mastery in our relationships even it has an effect even on our relationship with god and it can have an effect on our relationship even with people okay basically we don't trust anyone only i trust uh, myself okay not even god okay now um now this is a this is a spiraling effect that happens and you know in our group nitin nitin philip was sharing that during this time of covid 
okay, this season of COVID, no one, no nation was being in control. Absolutely not. Only the Lord was in control. And this is this season was a perfect time for for uh, for us to understand that uh, that we do have the idol of control because we don't know when what is going to happen soon, right? We don't know. None of us know. None of us know. Okay. So from control to control, it builds a lot of worry. We are always in turmoil. We are like in a washing machine. You know the uh, the washing machine. We go round and round. Then we go the other way. Then we go this way. Then we go that way. And it's all worry. Obsessive analysis. If I do this, you know, then I'll go to plan B. If plan B doesn't work, then I'll go A plus B. If A plus B doesn't work, then it has to be plan C. Okay? And we just go round and round and round. And we just do not, uh, we're never at peace. We lack sleep. It can hit us to a point where, you know, we were talking, even it can hit us to the point of our health, acidity, you know, depression, you know, anxiety, um, you know, fear, eating to make sure that we're able to overcome this, to find some comfort, right? It happens, right? Now, um, you know, uh, I just want to, I just want to um, share something from one of the notes. You know, worry, we come to realize that worry is one of the most important, um, uh, the effects of it. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a guy um, called Robert Mounts, and he shares you know, this is so interesting what he shares. He says that worry is practical atheism. What is what is being an atheist saying that, you know what, God does not exist. Okay, he is not in control. What is worry? It's practical atheism. Saying that, God, I just do not trust you. I just do not trust you. And in fact, it is an offense to God. Okay, it flows from idolatry and it's not worth living by faith. Keep it in mind, worry is practical atheism. It's very, you know, very uncomfortable to digest that, right? So uncomfortable to digest that. You know, practical atheism or any form of atheism uh, or worry is like an offense to God, okay? So look at the antidote. How can we help ourselves? Okay, we all need help every day, right? Okay, so internally, just like last week, okay, uh, once we recognize what is our surface idols, okay, that are connected to this idol. One is we confess. We acknowledge that. Confession is not, um, is not um, how do I say, it's, it's good for the soul. You know, we agree with God on, on his spirit revealing it to us that I do have the idol. Um, after confessing, that doesn't mean that, you know, I start worrying now about how God is going to think about what I confessed. Okay. You repent. You, know, you lay it down all of you, bear it out before him. Okay. And sometimes you repent about the journeys that you, you yourself have doubted God and also the journeys in which that you have taken people through of, of trying to control and make people also doubt the outcomes that God has. And the other thing is that, um, how do you help yourself? You trust all events across the universe. God is sovereign, uh, friends. God is sovereign. You know, his name itself, the names of God is sovereign. You know, there's, a, there's an interesting series called The Real God. And in that, we can see that his name is sovereign. Second is, there is, you know, prophecies written in scripture that, that he is sovereign. The third thing, all of history proves that God is sovereign. 
the last thing is that it's purely on the cross that he showed that God is so good. So that, you know, that he gets each one of us. You know, God permits what he could prevent. He's wise, loving the best outcome, even if it hurts. Look at Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. In the, you know, in the furnace, even though there was, I still trust you. We just want to let go of all our control, even if you, we are going to be consumed. Oh man, I would not let, you know, I would not let him alone. I would not let my God, God down. What a testimony, right? And also being in, you know, also breaking with a hammer, breaking those idols of control means risk also. The Lord, I surrender. You do your best. I trust you with it, boss. Okay. And accept that you have no control. Now, how do we, how do we help ourselves? There has to be some spiritual discipline that can help us to uh, break this idol. Okay. Um, it happens to us in every phases of life, okay, from single days to married days till uh, till six feet under, till we reach there, it will be always there, It'll be always there. Um, you know, in scripture, uh, you know, when uh, when when Rebecca, uh, yeah, Isaac and Rebecca had two sons, right? Right? Their name was what? Can can someone help out? Papus. Yeah. Yeah, Jenny, yeah, you said two. What what were the names? Yakub. Yakub. Oh, Yakub, Yakub. Ah, we have a yeah. Yakub and what was his brother's name? Esau. Esau. You know what, what is interesting is it was when we were preparing this, you know, uh, already it was revealed to Rebecca that the Older will serve the younger. Already it was revealed when she was carrying these children. But she tried to manipulate and to control this entire aspect later on to make sure that the older will serve the younger. God didn't need Rebecca's intervention here. But she tricked her husband. In fact, it led to a broken home because of the idol of control. Okay, we also know about Abraham and Sarah, right? Sarah, Abraham, you know, Abraham and Sarah was said about the, you know, the, you know, that uh, the, the, the future is going to be through their son, but they came up with their own plan, an example of, of control. So how can we help ourselves not to fall into these traps? You know, what can we do on a regular basis where we grow our relationship in the Lord? Is there something that we can do daily, weekly or monthly, or, you know, in fact, I would say, you know, every minute of our life, every minute of our life, is it something that we could do intentionally? And uh, it's good for all of us is that we pray. We pray. We surrender it. We know we surrender that we have this idol. Okay. So again, not only confession, but also repent and just continue to trust in the Lord. You know, the discipline, of prayer, the discipline of prayer is the intimate pursuit and the practice of the personal communication that we have available between God and us. Only born-again believers has this to the, to the Holy Spirit. In simple words, keep interacting with God. Keep company with God. Okay. Uh, prayer is, see, I struggle with prayer. Okay. I struggle with prayer. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a learned a behavior. Okay? No one is an expert in it. We intentionally come back to the Lord. We intentionally 
um, you know, reach out to him. We 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 intentionally we say, Lord, please take control of these this this please take control and break this idol for me. We surrender it. Now, what happens in outcome is, um, you know, the human heart gets knitted with the heart of God, and we have peace. We have peace. We trust Him, um, and we have confidence when people. We talk to people and, you know, they just let it go. Sometimes I'm amazed of how people surrender everything to God and they trust our Lord wholeheartedly. And, uh, you know, that verses in Philippians, uh, God says that uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything in prayer and supplication, present your request to God, right? And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will guard your hearts. He will guard us from worrying. He will guard us from having acidity. He will guide us from, from thinking too much about plan A, plan B, plan C, and how things are going to go if none of these plans happen. He's going to guard our hearts and our minds to be at peace exactly of how the Lord Jesus had. So that's a spiritual rhythm that we can have uh, is, to, is to pray. I, I, have a, I have a quote that I want to read, us, uh, read it out for. And um, we've all heard of... Um, yeah, we've all heard of George Muller, right? Okay, we've all heard of George Muller. And um, this was early on sent in the singles group. I think it was by Bishwa, but um, Sandra helped me to track this back. And they asked uh, George Muller, uh, George, I mean, they, they could have asked him this, but George Muller, you know, how come, you know, you, you're such a spiritual man. You know, we, we observe you and there's, you know, there's godliness in you, man. Maybe that's what the question they asked. And you know what George Miller responded? I just want all of us to hear. Keep in mind, worry is what? Pra practical atheism. And it's an offense to God. It's an affront to God. And look at George Miller's response, brothers and sisters. He said, there was a day when I died. Died to self. My opinions, my preferences, my taste and my will. I died to the world. It's approval or censure. Died to the approval or blame even of my brethren or friends. And since then, I have studied only to show myself approved unto God. Lord, I'm not in control. I've died, my, I've died, I've died my own self to you because I know you're absolutely in control. And this man, this man played a key role in missions and across even churches being started. So hope this was beneficial. Hope the antidote was uh, was beneficial. But please, you know, let us strive towards having this rhythm of prayer to to break this idol of control uh, in our life. Yeah, and um, uh, you know, we, we, we could um, Sarge Lidge and the others, you know, just add in um, to anything that I've missed out, or just you know, just to build on to it. Yeah. I think we are we are good. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I think just uh, run through. We'll share this PPT. Run through these practical steps, right? I think many of the struggles would be that I do not know how to pray, right? Mm. I mean, I've not been in touch with my father for a while, and therefore I'm disengaged in prayer. It's very hard. And I think sometimes when we are connected and we feel very guilty, the next day we pick up a big book and then start praying for one hour. And that's just weird. And that's, that's one of the things that really leads to failure. And I think just read through those practical steps. You can begin with two to five minutes a day um, and, and don't push yourself. Um, there'll be a lot of thoughts that are coming in and, and we should talk about this. Probably we should talk about this after the prayer. 
about practical ways in which we can help in some of these things. But there are two things that I want to talk about. One thing is called simple prayer and scriptural prayer. You want to begin always with simple prayer. Uh, don't pray noble prayers saying, oh Lord, you want me to pray for missionaries and world peace. Yes, that is good. But also start with probably what's running in your heart. You know, the bonuses that you're looking for or Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the healing that you, I mean, just, just be honest, remove the gap first, pray what is really in your heart and not what I wish was on my heart. And I think that's the part we have a gap and that gap is only removed when we have simple prayer and then move on to the scriptural prayer, which is incorporating the practice of praying scripture. And I think mm-hmm. we are doing some of that in our uh, alternate weekly uh, prayers that we have as a church. I would really encourage our singles um, and, and and the rest of the church, please to join. Uh, and there's in the last moment, we, we take a verse and we pray that prayer out to God. I'm just telling you, it's so filling. Uh, mm-hmm. Not only that, but when you practice the praying of scripture, rather than, you know, say all that, you know, comes to our heart, I think that will really lift us up. Right. So I just want to, uh, we will talk about that probably later in the, in the session. Okay. So we will now uh, open this up. Um, um, We'll just have, uh, you know, any queries, comments, questions, uh, feel free to share it. You can share it on chat. You can bring it up. I think Aishwarya had brought up some questions. Aishwarya, maybe you should, you should bring in with that question that you had. Um, and uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, we can discuss about that. And uh, other questions, just put it on, maybe on the, on the, um, on the um, what is that, uh, uh, pigeonhole. Um, you know, just put comments there also. Just even comments are also fine. We'll try to read that out. So it's 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 anonymous. Aish, you want to begin? If you're there. Um. Yeah. Sure. I'm here. Uh. So one of the questions I had was that um, like scripture encourages us to be excellent at what we do and to work unto the Lord, right? Um. But we also know that it's a terrible idea to be a control freak, right? That can become an obsession. So how do we hold these two intention? where we're called to be faithful to our resources, faithful to our opportunities, do the best that we can and not be compulsive and obsessive about it. I, I think um, uh, we are called to, um, you know, do the best and given our best. Like I, like, um, like we always say for everything that we have said in the last, uh, you know, whatever we do, like even, you know, eating some food or nothing is wrong, right, uh, in itself. It's when that becomes your ultimate uh, thing that you need to be doing that. Or you, if, like you said, life has meaning only if I become that perfectionist, right? Uh, excelling for God and being, giving your best and being a perfectionist is two different things, right? Um, so that, that difference has to be there. Be, being a perfectionist means I will get the outcome that I have in my head uh, done to a T at the cost of a God and his, whatever he wants at the cost of people around me and my relationships there. Uh, and at any cost, I will get that done. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, excelling is I'm going to give my best. This is the best of my ability. Uh, this is the most time that I can spend for it without violating uh, anything else. Like see if, if for example, um, you say you want to be best at your work, right. But if it's violating uh, your time uh, with God, then that's wrong. Right, he comes first, right? So maybe that that job is not for you. Uh, maybe he's asking you to move on, right? So that's the perspective that we have to have. There is no 
cut plan okay here there is no uh, uh, you know three points you can do it's for all of us to uh, constantly be in tune through the word and as the spirit encourages us through fellowship through people a lot of my um uh, things that people pointed out was like people like liju and benji pointing it out to me saying that you know this is something you're struggling with and and for you to be teachable at that time and say okay so is that daily journey to figure out okay is this is this uh, here which is you know i'm being a perfectionist and i'm i'm covering it under the rules of okay you know what i have to give my best to god um or is it okay you know what i'm going to give my best uh and i leave the outcome to god right the outcome could be something else the outcome like i mean i i'm sure um, liju can testify right um, so by him working harder and being at better in his mind is okay i need to be better maybe uh, i'll get a better sphere of influence i'll get promoted uh, it could be a it could be a, it could be a christian thing in his mind also right but what if he doesn't get promoted and that's happened also he has shared about that right he hasn't gotten the the grades that he was supposed to and and this thing what what happens then right you have given your best so it's your reactions also that you have to identify when something like that doesn't happen right when you give and you perform your best and then is there an outcome to that if that outcome uh, doesn't happen what happens right so all these together um, help you identify if if it's either one or the other does that make sense ashish yeah that helps so basically you're saying that what what sort of makes like what makes it excellent is sort of how you do it rather than this expected um, outcome as such sort of yeah uh, yeah yeah it's your it's your attitude it's the way that you want to give your best uh, and the outcome uh, you are trusting god to figure out that outcome but you're going to give your best and it might be it might be a rote job it might be maybe is asking you to be in the like for those who are interning right i mean i, I think sean is going to intern now soon they might ask you just to go and you know uh, take photocopies of things even though you're uh, intern as a financial analyst an analyst or whatever right but can you do that to the best of your abilities or is it going against what you uh and in that also if you want to control and you're saying okay i will align everything here like this and nobody is going to mess up any of this photocopying work that i'm going to do then again you have gone back to you know not giving your best but trying to do things your way hmm right yeah that helps thank you sir yeah i'll just add one one point to what sajan said which is the this approach that sajan mentioned brings freedom right because you know that it's not outcome based but it is whatever is your best is glorifying god versus mm-hmm. versus the other when it becomes an idol the outcome is the most important because if it doesn't turn out well and you're drawing your joy and satisfaction out of that it will make you gloomy it will make you worry it will make you anxious so the, just wanted to add that uh, point and and a big caution for uh, lazy people people are the idol of comfort Uh, uh don't say i've given my best to god and then say that oh I, you know the outcome happened like that you might not have given your best to god okay just mm-hmm. just this is mainly for the people of idol of control <laughs> you know people of comfort also can we can get into that christianities and say that i've given my best but still i failed right i failed at my exams i failed at no you didn't study in period mm. 
Hmm. I think there is no compromise uh, for hard work and uh, hard work, uh, uh, you know, yeah. yeah and, 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 and Ash bought a question that is, that has tension in it, right? The tension is good work versus, you know, or, you know, excelling unto the Lord. And, and I think it's a, it's a very tough one. We will either extreme on both, right? Either I'll, I will not do the hard work and then mm. say, I mean, and, and others experience it. By the way, whenever we don't put our best to what we are doing, people experience it. People are not confident with us. And that also is a problem as much as I want to do it at a level. So, no, you know, when we all do different work, right? I mean, give it to our children or give it to each one of us. All of us will have different ways in which the outcome is going to come. The only question that we've got to ask is, is this the very best that we could do? Mm-hmm. And if that answer is yes, yes, very personally, and you've done it unto the Lord, and this is the best that I could have done, Man goes sleep in peace. That's the invitation. It doesn't matter. Oh, you did not uh, have this as best as uh, Tobin could have done it. Yeah, I mean, I'm Tobin. I'm just using your name because I see you on the screen. <laughs> you know, uh, it it's not that, right? I mean, yes. Oh, Liju could only do so much, but Liju did the best, and that is pleasing unto God, mm-hmm. and that becomes like a worship unto God, and that sets you free. When people might not expect, oh, and, and you know what, we will struggle. I think this world will struggle with this comparison lifestyle that uh, our culture, our background, our families have bought it. Why didn't you get the marks as much as he got, right? Mm-hmm. I, I remember one day, I think I got 97 or 98 and they're like, who was the highest? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've not got 97, 98 in my life. Now you're saying, who was the highest? Ah, man, I think we are in that, in that world where saying, oh, now I got to prove this further, right? And I think that's uh, dangerous for each one of us. Right? But uh, good good point, Ash. I think there's no compromise on hard work. And I think internally, we got to know whether we have done it to the Lord, it's to the glory of God. And it does not have collateral damage that our people and our friends are affected. Okay, uh, good. Just to, just to quickly add to that was um, uh, that same perspective you should have with um, others also and their work, right? You should encourage them to and understand that they're given the best to God. So if you are finding less than um, a perfect outcome that you're thinking, uh, then you will start lashing out on them. But if you understood that, you know, uh, they have done the best that they have to God. And if they're not, then you can, you know, gracefully uh, train them or explain to them. You understood. So even the contrary where people out other than us and you're not able to control them and their output, uh, especially believers, especially in ministry, um, you know, in, in things that you do together, uh, you know, for uh, in the church and as well as that. Yeah. Um, 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 I you just to the question, just building up a bit on the apart from what Lij and Sarge shared, you know, this 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 particular idol actually triggers emotions. Okay, if you are not in complete control, it triggers a lot of uh, emotions. One is disappointment. Okay, I've worked so hard, you know, I've delivered all my projects on time, I've done all of that. And we feel um, normal is a sense of entitlement, right? I have my right, you know, there's a, you know, that I should be getting a share of this reward. And sometimes uh, no, nobody might even remember you. Nobody might remember you. And what will happen is you could, we could, we could get disappointed. Okay, we will pull back from community. Nobody loves me. You know, I think, uh, you know, uh, these guys are fake, man. (laughs) We might also might think, you know what, God gives all this big yarn in scripture, but 
for me, he is very impartial. Okay, because you know what? I've worked it. I've worked it. I've put myself in. I've been in control. I've tried all that I can, and expect a kind of outcome that we feel we are entitled to, entitled to from God. And it actually kind of messes up our system, our emotions, our relationship with God, our relationship with people. You know, we pull back from community. We isolate people. We condemn people. You understood? It has a, you know, like as 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 Sergeant was saying, you know, we give our best to the Lord. And we leave all that rest to him because we are not in control of anything that we can see and what we cannot see till the end of our days. We, we have no control. Um, so, uh, you know, one caution that even as I was preparing for it, which was interesting for me, is it does have, uh, you know, um, a vertical and a horizontal effect actually. And I need to guard myself. And the only way that I can do is go to my father's suite and just spend time. Uh, and be reminded from scripture and be reminded in prayer also. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, uh, we need to guard our hearts from getting disappointed with God. Uh, if, you know, sometimes it, you know, when we want to be in control, it doesn't happen the way that we did. And we feel entitled for, but you know what? Surrender that. Surrender that to God. Yeah. Just adding to uh, what our brothers were sharing. Yeah, that really helps. Thank you, everyone. I just want to ask a question. My name is Halus. Uh, I just, uh, just... Hi, Halus. Hi, hi, Azza. Hey, met you, man. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just have a question. Uh, naturally, when somebody is working super hard to attain a certain aim or goal, um, there are expectations that come on the subconscious mind, even if you are not consciously thinking about it. So is it wrong to have that kind of expectation? And if it is so, how do you think would be some of the practical steps to guard our hearts from having that expectations in the first place? Mm -hmm. um, meaning, um, um, uh, Halas, I'm just opening it up so we can also hear from others also. Yeah. If you don't mind, Halas, could you just re I mean, go back to that question once again? Yeah, like, can you just repeat that question, sir? Yeah. So, like, like when when we work hard for for attain some aim or to have that kind of aim, we have that expectation that when I work hard, I will get that. I I will attain that. So. Is it wrong to have that kind of expectation? Because naturally, when I work hard, I'm trying to work hard to attain that aim. So is, mm. that, is that wrong in any sense? And if it is, um, how do we guard our hearts from not, not doing that in the first place? So that's the real problem, isn't it? <clears throat> um, the, the, the fact is that as we work hard, we, we are working towards an expectation or an outcome. The outcome is and, and that's not bad. That that's the right thing, right? You have a goal, right? We don't work. I mean, we have a meeting today, right? And we we have a goal in how it comes and how it turns out. Now, that does not mean that uh, it'll come the way that we want. And I think that is the balance of this 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 idol. I mean, we have to get it out to the point where I'm doing my best. Now, we have prepared hard. For example, I mean, the eight of us uh, we have been meeting at least once or twice a week. I mean, we're putting a lot of hours into it. Now, uh, let's say if only three people turn up for the meeting. If I get upset with that, then mm -hmm. I've got a problem. That's the, the and you know, uh, when we do that unto the Lord, and, and you know, we all eight of us, I think we're just meeting up, we're debating and, you know, we had amazing time. I think we enjoyed that. And, but we really have an expectation that, Lord, would you work in the hearts of each one of us? And mm -hmm. each one of you people, like as we prayed for you guys, 
God might choose to answer it in his own way or he might not. I mean, that's his responsibility. It's not mine. And I think one of the ways that we, and, and that's, it's, it's very, Halas, it's, it's very related to your, the question that Aish also was asked. That balance is so important, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that when we think the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want, my problem and all of humanity problem is I try to take that on my own as right. if I am responsible in that sense for my salvation when it is a gift of God. Yes, of course, there's a part that I have to play in cooperating, which is called sanctification. But this part is the, yeah, it's, it's a very thin line. So it's a very tough, tough one, Dallas. It's a tough one. It's a reality. Uh, and yet that questions we got to ask. And that's exactly why we're having some of these sessions. But great question, Alice. Uh, anyone yeah. who wants to add on? Or, uh... Just want to encourage Halas is, you know, um, be faithful. Be faithful. Be faithful to what God has asked you to do. And, you know, there's a guy who recently really inspired me. Um, you know, I shared with a few of you. His name is Baruch. Okay. Baruch really inspired me recently. But, um, yeah, he is one of the guys who closely worked with Jeremiah the prophet to write to Jeremiah. Okay. When Zedekiah was taking the, the knife and cutting off all the scrolls, Baruch and Jerma was writing scriptures in the cave. Okay. But we don't have a book called the book of Baruch. We don't have. We don't even hear anything about this man. But the book of Jerma, the, the biggest book in scripture is available. Okay. Because of this man's effort. He was faithful. And you know what? If you look in one of the chapters, just a six-verse six verse chapter in, in Jeremiah, God tells Baruch, Baruch, don't think too highly of yourself. Don't do it. So sometimes, you know, we feel this entitlement. You know, I've worked hard. I need to, you know, I need this. I need to do, but there's so many, you know, you know, excellent people in scripture who just did God's will, backed off. And I love the history to be governed by God Himself, you know. So uh, we, ho- I hope that 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 encourages you too. Yeah. As a as a practical application, Tobin, uh, just before as a practical application, uh, whenever we have done our effort and the outcome is uh, not as great as this one, I'll teach you something on Sanskrit. Um, and uh, instead of uh, and it's simple as saying Amen. Uh, whenever we come across an outcome, say Tatastu. Okay. If that sounds like theory or uh, you know abuse, uh, it just simply means so be it. And so, Lord, I submit to your will. So say tatastu. You know, so just a practical word. Hey, Tobin, go ahead. You had something to add. Yeah. So I I was just thinking of a verse that really uh, you know spoke into my heart when I was struggling with this. Is First uh, Corinthians four verse one and two. Uh, it's in kind of related to what Benjamin was speaking about, and this verse is actually talking. Uh, with regard to apostles, people in leadership in the church. And Paul says, this is how one should regard us as servants of Christ and stewards Mm -hmm. of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is something that really struck me. First, first, First thing that stood out for me was we need to be servants of Christ. That attitude, right? I am a servant of Christ. I'm not the boss. I'm not God. That there is someone who is in control of me first. And there is someone who is guiding me and all the circumstance, everything that's happening in my life. So uh, just coming to that realization that everything that I do, um, I'm doing it as a servant of Christ. Mm. Uh, and secondly, one of the things that is required of us is to be faithful. Just carrying on what Benji Chen said. 
regardless of whatever task god has given us we are being faithful first to god right and being faithful to the task and i think uh, when we truly do that for the glory of god i think then um, more than expectations what would really matter is god and how we are uh, working towards him with regard to those things that we are involved with so i just thought of that verse when benjamin was sharing so yeah that has to you know also uh, both these questions both what uh, helles and ashwarya uh, spoke about and you know what everybody else was sharing in reaction uh, takes my mind to the fact that uh, uh, the lord has brought us into a kingdom which is an upside down kingdom you know uh, the world and its principles tells tell us that the how doesn't matter it is the i mean we've heard it all through you know not just our childhood but for those of us who work uh, it's outcome based evaluation nobody you know bothers about uh, how you went about it or the effort that you put behind it they'll say tell me the outcome and tell me the measurable outcome yeah <laughs> we've heard it in our uh, in our appraisals tell me what is the measurable outcome of what you did the last 6 months and you know, for like for people like me who are in advertising and marketing there is nothing measurable <laughs> so so then you're like oh the sales guy uh, you know did this what did you do all these six months made some nice fancy advertising now um, the but the lord flips that completely around and throughout scripture says that i don't worry about the you know uh, i'm not i'm not worried about what people are saying i'm not worried about the outside i'm not worried about the outcomes i'm worried about and i i am more concerned about how you do it and that the examples that uh, that benji was sharing comes in you know uh, sarah i am not and ibrahim i'm not uh, concerned about whether you got a child or not i am concerned about how you went about it you know rachel i am not really concerned about whether my will was eventually done or not i am really really concerned about how my will was achieved mm. so it's just an inverted uh, way of looking at things and therefore when we live like that it is like somebody was like uh, jobio sharing it is so freeing because now we are outside the way the, the world evaluates and we are being evaluated and we are living in the evaluation that that matters which is god's evaluation and god is saying that the reward there is a reward you know so it's not a reward yeah? uh, so, so you know to to hell is this question yes there is a reward but the lord is saying wait for it it is coming it is not the reward that um uh, you know that the world is going to give you but i have a reward even for even for the work that you do in your office the lord is going to reward right. in his way this time even if it doesn't happen here on this earth he's going to reward in eternity for sure right so um so yes when we just bring these two questions together about uh the planning and and the effort that he expects us to uh, put behind everything that he places in our hands but to be freed from the you know the outcome of it uh because you know that's in the lord's hands and and he is rewarders and it doesn't matter you know what other people think and it's not easy it's not easy because uh, you know we are we are here living in this world which evaluates everything differently and yet saying change that perspective you know you start evaluating yourselves uh, from the kingdom perspective and, and the way i look at things uh, and i think that's really i mean the question that you both have asked is the heart of of the matter mm-hmm. so that's what we ought to pray for lord just help us to you know cut the noise away from what how the world is expecting us to evaluate ourselves 
and and Lord just help us to evaluate uh, our work and our effort and and our inputs in the way that you expect us to and also to wait for your reward and not that the world is going to give us thanks jerry hallis amazing question thanks for yeah. Uh, yeah. thank you thank you for answering that that means a lot thank you so much nice to see you hallis nice to see you man and nice to see you too as well good any more questions i think we are 8 minutes into the into the uh, you know session um overboard so any any other questions if uh, there are no questions you can obviously put it in the in the uh, comments in the pigeon hole and uh, we could try you know reflecting on that or maybe answering that next week but any other uh, pressing questions or comments before we probably close you know lej i was just thinking uh, for all of us i don't know how many of us are here today are uh, 29 i um you know let's not just be hearers but let's be doers um and i think the past 3 weeks we've been hearing on you know the idol of power of comfort and uh, today the idol of uh, control um let's try to you know i'm just thinking that one of our prayer is that let's start from today you know, that i would pray and ask the lord to help me to be a you know a doer of what he's asking me to do so i just feel that you know we should press on in that not just hear and just go wet our beaks and just go but you know just just ask the lord for help um in this journey it's a difficult difficult journey but let's let's try that let's pray and ask the lord for help in this matters yeah if i could just add uh, two things um can you all hear me yes shivan yeah it's it's sandra hi sandra yeah hi uh, so um there are two instances in scripture that come to mind when i think about um prayer and, and uh, how you handle things that happen to you uh, like in in terms of how do i deal with this this is not what i expected uh, and i don't want to deal with it and i want to try everything to control the situation and uh, and inevitably it 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 um, it can end up in in a big mess if i actually go through with my plans to control uh, the situation so uh, one of the things that we discussed in our friday cell group was about mary and how when she got the news from the angel that you know she's with child and then she wasn't married and i mean that, that really struck me because it's like a huge uh, thing for for a young girl who's not even married to betroth uh, and it's uh, it's something that you know it's it's like her worst nightmare but the words that she said really stuck with me because she said to the angel let it be unto me according to what you have said and for me that was like uh, what <laughs> how can you say that uh, shouldn't you be asking for a relief should we be asking for a relief that this is not fair this is not uh, this is not right and people are going to look at me like um, like i have done something wrong but um, in that minute it seems like she is relinquishing control of her own life and saying lord you do whatever you want to me and Uh, that was really really hard hitting uh, when i heard that and uh, something that keeps coming back to my mind and i think even remembering christ um remembering what he did in the garden and i think it was so beautiful even today uh, during worship and i think for a few sundays we've been uh, hearing that uh, about how the lord jesus himself prayed and said not my will but yours be done uh, and and jesus had insight into the plan um there are so many things that he hadn't experienced yet i mean what was going to happen on the cross 
but he knew what was ahead of him and he did it for the joy that was set before him and i think that remembering christ uh, has really helped me uh, deal with control deal with my issue of control and wanting to escape uh, the the things that i can't control um, yeah so remembering these two uh, instances uh, especially as as you all were talking and discussing these things um those those prayers that were prayed uh, by mary and by christ himself um seemed like very apt things to include yeah thanks sandra thanks for sharing okay so i guess uh, uh, it's 12 minutes into the session um, you know overboard so thanks for your time guys